0: So, so we do have a hedge about us. The hedge has some value. Amen. Amen. I'd like to preach to you just a little while. I am preaching for Brother Diaz tonight at Gaithersburg. I think that maybe uh, maybe some of you are going down. At what time? Is that 6 o'clock? Is that a six o'clock? 6 o'clock service if you'd like to go? If I don't get done with this and I have a good idea that I won't, I may just finish this down there somewhere. And those of you that go, just act like you never heard it before. Just shout. Do all kind of stuff. Amen. I want to preach out of the 89th Psalm. Took another look at that. Psalms 89. And uh, we'll just go a little ways in there and see what we can do. Amen. Psalms 89. We'll get ready to... Get that up on the screen while she's getting that ready. Bible scholars tell us that Psalms 89 was written when things were not so good in Israel. Don't you like to, you know, get the foundation of what's going on and what's happened and what motivated them to, to pen such words? Well, this is one of them David had veered from God's plan. Oh, really? Yeah, the man after God's own heart. Yeah, he, he had, had missed it. The 89th Psalm is devoted to this, I'm gonna call it predicament, that Israel was in, written by a man named Ethan. And Ethan had a cure for the problem. Hallelujah, amen. Even though he had some bad news to share, he wanted to give thanks in all things. I'm, I'm just feeling like some of us need to get this part. I said, even though there were some bad problems and some bad things going on, amen. Ethan had a, he had a cure for this situation. He had a remedy for this. In the midst of the fire, he had chose, uh, you know, to glorify God. Amen. Now, that doesn't really seem like it's important or have value to it, but it does. And I think that Christians modern day Christians could learn this, amen, to rejoice, amen, like the Apostle Paul and Silas in the jail cell. It might just create an earthquake, amen, and release some people because the Bible said when they began to praise and worship, the Bible said the prisoners heard them. There's some folks who are incarcerated, not literally, amen, but they're bound up by this or that, as people having struggles with things, the cross that they supposed to bear, having struggles. Maybe if we'd get the worship in right and get the praise in right, somebody said, but we got trouble. We got yes, yeah, sure do. Amen. They had problems in Israel in the 89th Psalms, too. But they learned, they, they, they had found a key. Amen. To unlock some Powerful things that would come from God. I want to read a a, a kind of a lengthy reading, but I'll try to just go over it pretty quick. Down to the fifteenth verse, verse verse one through verse fifteen, and we get the gist of it here. I will sing. What's in the middle of trouble now? I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever with my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. For I have said mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shalt thou establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant. Thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations. Selah. And the heavens shall praise thy wonders, O Lord, thy faithfulness also in the congregation of the saints. For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Oh, you talk about giving praise and honor to God when you could say, there's no God like you, O Lord. Amen, nobody like you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints and to be had in reverence uh, of all them that are about him. O Lord. God of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto thee, or to thy faithfulness round about thee. Thou rulest the raging sea when the waves thereof arise. Thou stillest them. Thou hast broken Rahab in pieces as one that is slain. Thou hast scattered thine enemies with thy strong arm. The heavens are thine. The earth also is thine. As for the world and the fullness thereof, thou hast founded them. The north and the south, thou hast created them. Table and Hermon shall rejoice in thy name. Thou hast a mighty arm, strong in thy hand and high in thy right hand. Justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound Here's what happens to people that recognize that sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. Now, he goes on and on. I'm just gonna stop here, but at least give you the idea of the kind of praise that was going forth, amen, toward God in the middle and in the midst of things that wasn't going very well. Amen. I want us to put our Bibles down and clap our hands to the Lord (laughs) one more time before we're seated. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah,
1: hallelujah.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you. you. may be seated. Amen. And again, I'll try to stay within my time limit. Amen. And we can get you out of here and back in there. But by the way, we do have a baptismal service. A couple of people are being baptized. And, uh, and I'll make sure we close down. And we'll go ahead and get ready to get them. Baptist. I don't care if you get the robes on now, it doesn't matter to me, amen, and we'll just throw a word or two out here. However, this is what the scripture's telling us, or at least when you get the foundation and the, and the things that was going on during the, t- the writing of this, however bad the news is, whatever can go bad and go wrong, God is good and true and constant, Regardless of what David's house is doing, God's people are blessed. It's a promise from the Lord. Amen. They are blessed to hear the joyful sound. Let's skip ahead in time and look at the true heir to the throne of David when he walked this earth. Jesus was as Isaiah said, I don't want to leave anything out here. I don't want to act like that we're going to miss none of it. Isaiah said that he was a man of sorrows, a man of tears. Speaking of Jesus, on three occasions, the scripture says that Jesus wept. Now, now, we had to have a balance here. We have an understanding here. Nobody's gonna try to sweep anything under the rug and pretend that there's not evil in the world and pretend that you're not going through some things that are just horrible. He wept over the city of Jerusalem, number one. Number two, he wept at the tomb of Lazarus and he wept in the garden of Gethsemane three times here. Yet to see only his weeping is to see only half the picture he did weep, all right? He was a man of sorrows, the Bible said, but he was also full of joy. Amen. One of Jesus' favorite expressions was the Greek word therseo, which means to cheer up. Hallelujah. Now, he said it in a different way. He said, be of good cheer. But what that means to us, could you just smile and cheer up? It's not the end of the world yet. Now, now, this means, this seems kind of shallow, and maybe it is to some. Amen. I we talk about smiling, and and uh, you know it improves your face value. And all, but but I think there's something deeper. I believe that a good spirit in the middle of trouble is a trigger to something deeper and greater. Amen, it goes way down deep inside. It's a way that God has, it's a test for some of us because who wants to smile when you don't feel like smiling? You know, I thought of something that I had thought of in a while. being, having a good spirit with a laugh and a smile or a chuckle, it's contagious. I remember they used to have little tapes. In fact, they'd have little child's toys but all it would be was little kids giggling and laughing. It didn't matter, it wouldn't matter what kind of mood that you're in, but you turn that little thing on and then when it began to make those little laughs different, see somebody, that's a funny kind of a laugh there, but we'll we'll deal with that. She just in the spirit, y'all. She's getting a Holy Ghost right now. Sister High and Pinchers, what happened. Child abuse. This <laughs> is what kids do, y'all. Amen, but you know that little toy and I remember feeling so glum and just the last thing you wanted to do was laugh but that little giggle and that little sniggering, chuckling, it would, it would just bring a smile. To, I think it does that, amen, uh, in the, something in the spirit. There's something to do with joy and laughter and shouting and praise. Listen, the world needs somebody. They need to see somebody praising. They need to learn how to, you know, cheer up a little bit, and we're here to help with that, all right? Listen, what a, when a paralyzed man was brought to Jesus, the Lord looked at him and said, Cheer up. Your sins are forgiven. I, I don't think it's just coincidental that Jesus kept saying that. He said, Take up your bed and walk. Now, that was something to cheer up about right there, but Jesus asked him to cheer up first. The blessing came after the smile and after the laughter. But see, we want our bank account to fill up and then we'll laugh. We want the sickness to go away and then we'll shout and give praise. But God says, no, 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 you cheer up now. Put a smile on your face now. It's gonna trigger something. It's gonna bless something. It's gonna help somebody if we'll learn this. When Jesus walked across the waves of the sea to his disciples, he said, cheer up. Now, how could they do that? The Bible said they were tossed to the point that they thought they were going. Anybody ever feel like you're about to go under? If something doesn't happen, if God doesn't intervene, if somebody don't help me here, I'm about to sink. And Jesus is saying, be of good cheer. Hallelujah. Amen, when asked what the kingdom was, Jesus said the kingdom is like a man who discovers a treasure in a field with joy, watch this, with joy he goes and sells everything he has and buys the field. This would fit into some of my teaching this morning about picking up a cross, about lining up to the standards that whoever heard of somebody coming to a, I can't get off of this y'all, I don't think I said all I needed today, amen get hands laid on you filled with the Holy Ghost speaking a language that you'd never learned feel goosebumps you know just like you've never felt before and then when somebody says this is what the church standards are right here and we're not trying to do this to earn anything but we're trying to present ourselves amen separate from this world just like Jesus and then somebody said I don't believe I want to do that Brother Johnson I can't fathom that I can't put in words And I think I can speak for God, how how disappointed God is to somebody that just draws the line and says, I ain't doing that. Really? After God promised us streets of gold and walls of Jasper, no more dying, no more sickness, no more nursing homes, no more funeral homes, no more hospitals, he's gonna give us everything, and then we stand up and say, I just don't believe I can go by that standard. Maybe I'm naive, and maybe I'm stupid or something. But when the church prayed me through to the Holy Ghost, I'd only heard of the Holy—the word Holy Ghost. I'd only heard—it was kind of funny to me didn't know anything about it, but when they told me I could have it, and it was the spirit of the Lord, and, and nobody was exempt. It was for whosoever will. Oh, me, I could really, I mean, from the kind of family I'm from, yes, you can have it. And then God filled me with the spirit. Somebody directed me to be baptized in his name for the remission of sins, and they started telling me how the scripture said I'm supposed to act and dress and places I couldn't go. You know what? I, I just, I would be the most foolish man in the world. After 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 God has done what he's done, and not only did it, but he continues to do it. He's my friend that sticks closer than a brother, amen. He went to a cross. He went through a mockery trial, amen. He was humiliated for me, gave everything, and then me just say, you know what? I can just do this much, but I'm just not gonna do that, and I'm not gonna do that. Let me tell you, I believe God put me here, a watchman on the wall, to say, you know what? You're as far as you're gonna get in this church as long as God gives me any authority, amen, and lets me continue to have my right mind. I'm gonna shut you down down, you won't be on, hey listen, I'm anointed right now, amen, maybe you don't want to be on this platform, well good, because you won't be when you start drawing lines here, you can come to this church, I'll smile at you and shake your hand, I'll bless you just like anybody else, amen, but I think it's my duty to stand guard here, amen, and so you know what, this is God's church, this is God's house, amen, this is his work, Hallelujah, he brought this thing about. He keeps it going. I don't want any selfish people, stingy people, amen, leading this church. You can come here, but you won't be doing any leading. Is that too heavy for y'all? Hallelujah. I just can't imagine somebody says, no, I'm gonna do like I want, act like I want. I want to wear my clothes like I want. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, not on this platform. Somebody said, amen, or say, oh, me, one or the other, all right? I'm, getting, I'm just getting heavy-handed in my old age. I just get tired of putting up with stuff. I can't imagine that. Hallelujah, amen. Let me get back on my scripture. When asked what the kingdom of God was, he said the kingdom is like a man that discovered a treasure in the field. With joy, he goes and sells everything. Listen, I'm not gonna just give up going to the, the public beach and I, and it's like, I just not no, I'm gonna do it with joy. I'm happy not to go back to those places. That's what he's talking about right here. Oh, we can't do this at that church. No, yeah, we can do anything we want. It's not the church, I hope you get some convictions. That's what we, according to, by the scripture, I said it today, I'm not gonna go get a magnifying glass and check out who you are and how you live, and that's up to you and God. You're gonna have to face God for these things, not me. All right, I'm gonna be your friend and try to help you. When a sacrifice is made with joy, it's no sacrifice at all. See, we think like, I'm gonna have to pay my tithes, 10% of everything I have. That's less than the federal government. In fact they probably there well not today, today's Sunday, but they, all this week they're passing more laws to get more of your money. And guess what? You'll pay it. God's have been the same for thousands of years. Ten percent. Oh, and what a blessing we get. I do that with joy. I can't wait to put my money in there. I can't wait to help the youth. I can't wait to buy candy that you sell. Why? I'm a little selfish. I do it with joy because I know God's gonna send it back to me. Listen, no way you not give God. You hold on to yours if you want. Amen. And see how that works out. Amen. I've learned something. Amen. God blesses me when I give and when I bless and when I help. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But, but, but we're talking about all this joy, amen. But what about Calvary? There was no joy there. Oh, oh yes, it was. I, I couldn't resist this. Yes, the writer of Hebrews said that Jesus endured the cross because of the joy set before him. Even Calvary, God went into that with joy. Hallelujah, let that soak in a little bit. The way to heaven. That's where we're trying to get, folks. It's a steep climb, but joy. This is what I'm trying to get across to some of us who won't smile and, you know, the world's turned against you, amen. Listen, joy is the elevator, amen, that'll get you up the mountain. We ought to just learn how to be of good cheer. Right. Amen. This problem that I got, it ain't your problem. All right. You can cuss me out, be against me. You can be... Uh, there's a little spirit of variance. Christians have, have learned how to operate this real good. Oh yeah, i be the pastor. He, he's a pretty good guy, but that simply means like they, I'm with you, but but I, I, I'm just a little spirit of variance. Little, little bit, just not, could you just like agree? Could you just like shut up and march? <laughs> could we just like move on down this road or around this wall? Can I have, it? sure you can have an opinion. Nobody's trying to lock you in anywhere. Nobody's trying to get you in their grip. That's not it. I am trying to get you in God's grip. Right. I'm trying to get you to submit yes. to the presence and the spirit and the leadership of Almighty God and you'll be surprised where he leads you. All right. Amen. If you'll quit kicking and screaming and trying to be the boss. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, I, I, I know there's a difference between happiness and joy. I understand, I understand that. Happiness depends on circumstances. Being just right, in other words. If everything is right, then I just can smile. All right? Joy, actually, it's an attrib- attribute of God Himself. You get God in you, you get rebaptized in the Holy Ghost. You just fall on your face before God. And when his spirit comes on you and in you, guess what? You just automatically have joy. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the difference. Hallelujah. Remember the two things that were more significant than anything else to the queen of Sheba? I'm, I'm, I'm moving along here, all right? Got a, got a couple of minutes. First, it was Solomon's wisdom. I think just reach back in the Old Testament and get something back there. Oh, Solomon! It was just you know the half had not been told, and the second was second one was the people, and their happiness. It, this is why this is not an Old Testament, New Testament. This is a principle, folks. A principle is 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 you know it's just constant. There's a there's an underlying. We get the principle of something, then we got it. It's like a little boy that didn't want to go to school. He said, "I don't mind school. It's just a principle of the thing that I don't like." principle, we need to get it here, amen. In Second Chronicles, the ninth chapter, verses five through seven, the queen of Sheba, and she said to the king, it was a true report which I heard of mine own land uh, of thine acts, in mine own land of thine acts, and of thy wisdom, howbeit I believed not their words until I came and mine eyes had seen it and behold, the one half of thy greatness of thy wisdom was not told me for thou exceedest the fame that I heard. And then verse seven says, happy are thy men and happy are these thy servants which stand continually before thee and hear thy wisdom. That impressed the king. Not only were they doing the work, not only were they living up to the standards, but they were happy doing that. That's what this world needs to see. Like, oh, we have to do this, and we have to Pastor expects us to be at church and he wants us to come early and pray. He even brings us out on Thursday night. That's my only night. Let's talk about the cross a little bit more. It's rough. Hard to carry sometimes. Listen, anyone who stays close to the throne of our king. We talk about queen you know, the queen of Sheba. You get close to the throne of the king. That's where these, these servants were. Listen, you'll have joy. You'll be joyful. Joy is what identifies the people of God. It's not because you talk in tongues. It's not because you've been baptized in Jesus' name. That's one thing. Amen. But it's when people, you talk about a standard, you talk about a standard that people can see from a distance. You ever, you ever been in a room, and, and we all like to claim that we're in charge and in control and we're tough and we got it all under control. We, but 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 it, there can be people who walk in a room. they ain't happy. And you see people kind of get on edge and people start looking like, they got up on the wrong side of the bed, or you know, they they need to go take a dip of snuff or something, you know, because something's all out of snorts and all the sorts, I mean <laughs> It just makes everybody but by the same token, you let somebody come in. How you doing? Good to see you. Smiling. Amen. What a wonderful day this is that God hath made. And that will turn things the other direction. It's contagious. People get a hold of that. You're around people who fight and cuss all the time. Just miserable. I, I can't live like that. I'm not gonna live like that. I've been to I've been to people's houses. My mom used to tell us when we was kids we'd visit other kids. We, you know, my mom said when well, they start whipping the kids and kicking the dogs, it's time to come home. <laughs> little signs there, little oh yeah. yeah just, hey, I gotta go. I'll see you. I'll see you later. <laughs> Why? It's just a bad place to be. Amen. But it's a it, it it it's a wonderful place and a wonderful time when when there's joy. Amen. Along with that comes peace and and, and a lot of other good things. Hallelujah. Amen. When the prodigal son came to himself and made his way back home, his father killed the fatted calf and threw a celebration party. My boy's home. Amen. Amen. As with our heavenly father, all of heaven rejoices. When one sinner repents, Psalms eighty-nine, fifteen: blessed are those that hear the joyful sound. The joyful sound refers to the trumpets blown at the time of the festivals and jubilee. The Israelites were trained to know all the various sounds of the trumpet, whether it was the sound of war or to retreat or assembly or to festival. The joyful sound was the call to festival. Now if we keep our joy, our joy will keep us and we recognize, that's what the scriptures are. We recognize that. But I want to I close with a story, a history, true story here. Y'all remember, you know, Sir Ernest Shackleton. You know, he was a great polar explorer who led three British expeditions to the Antarctic and it, it or in the early 20th, uh, part of the 20th century. When asked how he chose his men, I'd miss this. I've read that story in history numerous times, but somehow I missed this. It fits right in with what I'm trying to say, that this is a principle God had, and Jesus lived that when he was on this earth, and the disciples preached it. When asked how he chose his men for these great ex- explorations and these journeys uh, to the Antarctic, he said there were five requirements that these men, that was applied, it's what they had to have. He said they had to have optimism, patience, physical endurance, idealism, and they had to have courage. Are right. you not going? You, you've got to have, you can't have some negative person who always thinks things are not going right, not going to go, no, no, you have to be optimistic and you have to be strong and, and these kind of things. And one other thing, this is what caught my attention, One other thing Singleton asked each of the hundreds of applicants. He said, do you enjoy singing? And that's strange, isn't it? Here's that principle at work again. Hallelujah. He said, because when the going gets tough, there's only one thing you can do. He said, pull out the banjo and start singing. These are are worldly. Now they did believe in prayer and they did pray. When you come to the end and you just don't know what to do, everything's falling apart on you. Church ain't going right. Preach ain't, preachers not preaching the right thing. You know, it's like the the lady said, she feels worse when she leaves here than she does when she comes. I told her she'd behave herself and act right. She'd feel a little better. She'd start trying to base some of the stuff I'm preaching. That'd help her a little bit. She didn't listen to me. Amen. But there's something about worship why don't we just go ahead and say, I gotta, I'm going to quit. I'm going I'm to get done here. I think you've got the gist of this. You know, it's like David, when the enemy had come in and, at Ziklag and took everything he had, took members of his family and, 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 and his own servants or his own warriors and soldiers, they were talking about stoning him to death because he was the leader. That's what happens when you become leader. You guys, you know, feeling you called to preach, get ready. Amen. When things go wrong, guess what? It's your fault. Go ahead and, whether it is or not, go ahead and get ready to say, you know what, yeah, I'll take full responsibility. That's what they're thinking anyway. You get off of this blame game stuff. Right. Oh, I'd do better if my church was stronger and my pastor was more spiritual and if they'd do this. Hey, listen, quit, quit blaming. Amen. Take ownership to that trouble that you got and that lack of spirituality. Take ownership to that no happiness, no peace, and no joy. I know the Bible said a leopard can't change his spots. If you're a complainer, according to the world, you just—that's where you'll always be. But I, I believe in miracles, folks. As, as she goes again, I'm powerful today. <laughs> We're just falling out in the Holy Ghost over there. Hallelujah! <laughs> My goodness. Now I'm not talking about a painted on smile and, you know, I've been to places, I'm thinking anytime they're gonna turn the cameras on have a toothpaste commercial. You know, I, you know, you can see the fakery through. I understand all of that. But listen, folks, there are times that we can smile. I believe it's gonna trigger something. Amen. It's gonna move the presence and the spirit of the Lord. And if your home is falling apart, would you stop griping and smile a little bit? Your finances are about gone. Amen. Try to change your disposition just a little bit. You try to work for God and it's not working. You tried says i it's not working. Put a smile on your face and watch God begin to do some things in your life. I said there's something about worship and praise that renews us and keeps us and blesses us And we all want help. It helps us. The Bible said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Didn't it say that? It's just over and over. He keeps telling us, you know, beat the drums. And these were pretty loud up here. Can't wait to get them. They sounded better back there to you. But man, this right here, I'm already half deaf. But he wasn't really hitting on them either. Get them back in that cage where they belong. (laughs) But that's how God said, praise him. Praise him on the cymbals. Praise him on the stringed instruments. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus! what's he trying to do? He's trying to perk us up a little bit. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, get ready for baptism. Psalm 16 and 11, watch what he said, and I'm gonna close with two or three scriptures here. In his presence, watch this, is fullness of joy. You think that won't put a smile on your face? Listen, I wouldn't. That's why I wouldn't go to a dead church. I'm gonna go where people are praising, and preaching, and shouting, and blessing one another. Watch what Isaiah said. Watch what Isaiah 12 and 3 said. He said, "With joy, we draw water from the wells of salvation." With what? With joy. You know, I've been to places where the bishop sat on the on the front and people were doing cartwheels. Amen. Is that melody going in there? That little melody? Hallelujah. Amen. And I've watched bishops and pastors, Brother Ruck, sit up here and they look like statues. I'm like, I want to go ask them, what is the source of your joy? You need to start praising and shouting and loving God. But we draw, amen, salvation out of wells Amen, of joy. Praise God, praise God. When y'all get ready over there, amen. We're gonna baptize Melody. Amen, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah. Sister Melody, you ready to do this? And don't you worry, they're gonna get you down, but right back up. Don't forget to hold your breath, all right? Amen. Hey, let's, let's do this. I know Melody's just a child and she's just a beautiful little small but why don't we just give thanks, listen to God for just touching Melody in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for blessing her and touching her today. God, do something supernatural and spiritual in Melody's heart and in her spirit in the name of Jesus and we thank you for it. Can I tell this little story right here real quick? The Bible said out of the mouth of of babes, children, other children's gonna speak to us if we'll listen, amen. You know why, because they're tender. They were on the beach, and her mom said that, I forget what happened, but she was afraid of the water or something about the deep water, and she said, but mom, I've never been baptized yet. You, you think little children this young don't hear what the preacher's saying, and understand? of course, they teach them in Sunday school, too. It's a necessity, folks. Amen. Melody, bless you, baby. Amen. Here we go. We're ready. Upon the profession of your faith and obedience to the word of the Lord, we baptize you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. I will sing unto the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised.
1: I will sing unto the Lord and bless his holy name. I will sing unto the Lord, for He is worthy to be praised. I will sing unto the Lord and bless His holy name. You are holy. are righteous. You are, you are magnificent. magnificent. You are victorious. You are mighty. You are omnipotent. There is none that can compare. You are holy. You are righteous. You are magnificent, you are victorious, you are mighty, you are omnipotent. There is none that can compare. I come to bless your name. It
0: is, it is. Hallelujah. Amen. Sister Tammy, you are doing the absolute right thing. You know, anytime we obey scripture. I don't know why it's even a debate. You know, people are like, well, should it? What? Why? Why even? It says it in the scripture. This is what we do, and He tells us what name to do it in, and that's what we're going to use today. Amen. I need to tell this. I, I wasn't at prayer on Thursday night, but they tell me that Sister Tammy said I'm going to come after. I'm coming Sunday, and I'm getting the Holy Ghost. I'm coming. That's how you do it. She didn't wait for the singing. She didn't wait for the preaching. She didn't wait anybody to do it. She just came. That's, that's how you, we need folks. If you don't have it here, if there's somebody here that does not have the baptism of the spirit, that's how you need to do it. I'm coming. Amen. God promised it to whosoever will. And, and you'll do just like Sister Tammy. Amen. Sister Tammy, we're gonna put you down under that watery grave. Amen. We're gonna do it in the name that's above every name. And one day, every tongue's going to confess and every knee shall bow to that name. Nothing more powerful than the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. When you're ready, amen. Y'all grab your nose. Amen. We're going to do this in the lovely name of Jesus. Sister Tammy, upon the profession of your faith and obedience to the great word of the Lord, we now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of all your sins. Jesus' name. Your sins are washed away.
1: You are holy, praise. You are righteous. You are magnificent.
0: You are victorious. You
1: are mighty. You are omnipotent. There is none that can. Oh, you are holy. You are holy. You are righteous. You are magnificent. You are victorious. You are mighty. You are omnipotent. Come on, take your liberty. That's all right. Come on. The Lord and bless His holy name. I will sing unto the Lord, for He is worthy to be praised. I will sing unto the Lord and bless His holy name. You are holy. You are holy. You are righteous. You are magnificent. You are victorious. You are mighty. You are omnipotent. None that can, oh you are holy, you are righteous, you are magnificent, Uh, you are victorious, uh, you are mighty, you are omnipotent. There is none that can come. Oh bless his name, bless his name. Come on, let's praise it. Let everybody come in, bless his name, name. bless his name, bless his name, name. let everybody come in, clap your hands. Clap Your hands, let everybody come in. That's his name. Clap your hands, have your hands. Let everybody be for joy. Leave for joy. Let everybody come in. Leave for joy. Leave for joy. Let everybody, <inaudible> joy. oh, bless his name. Bless his name. Let everybody come in. Bless his name. Bless his name. Let everybody come and Bless his name.
0: God bless our food. Bless our time of fellowship together, Lord. And help us make a lot of money. Amen. In Jesus' name to help our sound. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Get your money out. Go a guest. If you're a guest, yours is free. Sister Bridgen, like I like to personally pay for y'all's come back and eat with us. Amen. If you go, if you like to go to Brother Diaz's church tonight and ride the van, see Brother Thompson needs to get a count. Amen. And ride down, amen, down to Gaithersburg on the church van. God bless you. Dismiss in Jesus' name. North American Youth Congress attendees and parents, if you could meet with me over by Brother Curry's office. For just a few moments, you got to be baptized to go to heaven. You got to get the Holy Ghost. You got to have these forms filled out if you want to go to Youth Congress.